0: In Lily Devon's little apartment on the near north side of Chicago, there was a bustle of activity. It was just about noon of the day following Lisa Fenner's arrival in Chicago with the letter of introduction Aunt Mary Lane had given her when she left Wakefield. A letter in which Aunt Mary entrusted the young woman to the protection of Del Shipley, who owned the Golden Peacock Night Club. Del had arranged for Lisa to stay with Lily, who worked for Del as an entertainer at the club. By the time the girls had arrived at Lily's the previous day, Lisa was very tired from the journey and the excitement of arriving in the city. She had gone to bed immediately. And now, after sleeping late and having a leisurely breakfast, the two girls are busily settling Lisa into her new quarters.
1: I'll get these old coats and things out of the closet, and that'll leave you plenty of room for your stuff on the right side. Did you bring any hangers? Yes, I did, but I'm putting you to a lot of trouble. Oh, forget it. I'll be glad to get rid of these things. I've been meaning to take them down to the Red Cross for ages. They may look sort of moth-eaten, but they're plenty warm. Well. Oh, golly. I'll never forget when I bought this blue coat. It took me six months to get it paid for. You know, a dollar down and a dollar the rest of your life. Oh. That's the way Lance and I had to buy our wardrobe the first time we got an engagement. <laughs> Lance? He was my husband. Oh, the trouble is, by the time you get the darn things paid for, they're worn out. But it's all part of the fun of living. If you weren't broke once in a while, you wouldn't feel so good when you're in the chips again. Mm, I guess so, but I think I'd rather just remember about it. The broke part, I mean. Yeah. Look, sugar, you can keep your warp and all in this top drawer once I get all these old bills and stuff out. (laughs) How do you like my private filing system? I just toss everything in, and then every so often I go through them and sift them out. (laughs) I wonder if you'll have room. Oh, yes, plenty. I haven't got an awful lot. Anyway, I keep most of it in my makeup case. Well, that's what I do. Gosh, I've had the same one for years. The mirror's all cracked, and I spilled a bottle of nail polish in it one time, but I'd feel lost without it. I think it brings me good luck. There, I've got my suitcase empty. Now, let's see, what else? Oh, yes, I keep the clean laundry when it finally comes back in this cupboard. You can have the bottom shelf. Oh, that's fine. I'm sure everything's going to work out. Well, if you need anything, just yell. (laughs) I will. Wow, I'm beat. I think I'll flop down and have a cigarette till I get my strength back. There's nothing I like better than to watch somebody else work. This is an awfully nice place, Lily. You really like it? Well, it's not what you'd call elegant, but... It has a friendly feeling, though. All the photographs. Yeah, souvenirs of my past. Peggy Douglas used to get a big boot out of that one of me and the feathers and stuff. Oh, this one? Yeah, (laughs) taken years ago when I was just a kid. Peggy. It's hard for me to imagine her living here in Chicago after seeing her on the farm. Did you get to know her very well while you were there? Not too well. We had some nice talks, though. She's a good kid. Maybe she's settled down more now, but she was kind of flighty a year or so ago. She certainly could get herself into more trouble. Really? Boy. The thing was, of course, she came up here to forget something that happened at home. Her idea was to dive in head first, and she did. She seems to be quite contented now. At least she told me she was glad she lived on the farm. Felt that's where she belonged. I'm glad to hear it. Oh, Peggy was feeling blue as anything when she first arrived. Oh, you know how it is. First time you get your throat cut and lose the guy who gives you that rose-covered cottage feeling. Well, it takes the wind out of your sails. Yes, I I know. And she really had gotten a dirty deal. This babe, Kit Mead, didn't pull her punches. Kit Mead? Yeah. Do you know her? I've heard of her. Oh, oh sure, you would, around the lane place. Yes. Did you meet her through them? Oh, I never met her, and I hope I never do. She sounds like a real stinker to me. You know the type. Gives the impression of being very rooty-tooty society stuff. But when it comes right down to it, she's just plain alley cat underneath, complete with claws. Oh. you ever get a chance to meet her, skip it, sugar. You're just the type of babe she'd swallow up in one gulp. Oh, Lily, hadn't we better be getting dressed? Hey, you're right. Rehearsal's at two, and here I am, gabbing away yackety yackety yak. <laughs> That's me. I have everything put away now. It won't take me long to dress. Okay. Let's get going.
0: A short while later, the two young women ran down the stairs, each carrying her practice clothes in a small overnight bag. They were dressed casually with scarves tied around their heads, and as they came out into the noise of traffic, they looked exactly what they were, a couple of young entertainers setting off for rehearsal.
1: my goodness. Oh, what's the matter? Oh, this traffic. I haven't gotten used to it yet. Oh, gosh, I never even noticed it. In fact, I think I'd feel funny without it. The few times I've been in the country, I got the willies. It's so darn quiet. (laughs) Well, I'll probably get used to the city again. Do you know Chicago very well? Well, I've been here several times. You see, we're right in the nightclub belt, and that does make it noisier. But I like to be in the middle of things. Besides, it's darn handy for getting to work. Oh, yes, it, it must be. To me, Lance and I lived around here somewhere on one of our trips. Yeah, you probably did. Most people do when they... Say, what's the matter? That man. What? Oh, you mean that guy in front of the jive club? Well, do you know him? No. That billboard poster he's working on. Well, what about it? He's putting up a new poster. The show's changing him. Oh, wait a minute. I get it now. No wonder. Lance Spinner appearing nightly... Oh, baby, I guess he's gone. They're putting up a new bill. Yes. I know how you feel. Gives you a sinky feeling right around where your heart used to be. It isn't that I really expected to see, Lance. Oh, but... Sure. Just the same, you feel worse knowing there's no chance of it. I... I don't know. Look, sugar, you're all hearts and flowers about that guy, aren't you? It isn't, that. It's when you haven't seen a person for a long time and you find he's... He's been near. Oh, you can skip that routine with me, baby. You're overboard for him, and I know it. I recognize the symptom. Well, now, why don't you look him up and have the whole thing out once and for all, and then start over? No, I couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't? That's just false pride. Somebody has to admit he's wrong once in a while, or people would never get together. Oh, but I don't mean it that way. I haven't any right tricks back. Right? That's a lot of apple cake, that stuff about being right. It doesn't matter who's right or wrong. All that matters is finding the guy you belong with and then sticking to him. I know. I feel that way, too. But it's too late, Lily. Oh, not. No. Really. I don't believe it. Honestly, it makes me see red when I know people love each other and then they don't do anything about it. No. Lance doesn't love me anymore. Well, is that so? How do you know? Did he send you a telegram? I'm sure he doesn't. And even if he did, he'd he stop when he knew. knew... what, for the love of Mike? I can tell by knowing you for two days that you're not the kind of gal who'd do anything you couldn't tell the kids at Sunday school. You're a sweet kid, Lisa. You wouldn't do anything no. that... No. You're wrong. But, Lisa... Oh, let's not talk about it, please. Look, kid, if I could only tell you how important it is, how lucky you are having a guy to love. When I think of the things I've passed up, chances to settle down and live a nice normal life uh, but I was too smart I thought I knew all the answers I know I don't know the answers but even so gosh house of your own a kid to worry about maybe Please. I don't want to talk about it but why not you're not afraid are you afraid because you know darn well how much you want it? you were married to someone you loved once you were happy and I'm just as sure as anything that you can be again. Oh, I want to. But it... It just isn't possible. Why? I can't tell you why. You're all bottled up, Lisa. That's no good. Because sooner or later, it'll be too much for you and you'll blow your top. It'll be better to get it out of your system. Oh, I... I know I've got a nerve talking to you this way, but... But after all, we're not really like strangers. We both know the lanes and... Yes. I, We do both know the lanes. That's why I can't tell you. But, Lisa, I don't get you. What difference does that make?
0: Lisa Fenner didn't answer, and Lily Devon lapsed into a puzzled silence. She wondered what Lisa meant, why she seemed to feel that Lily's acquaintance with Aunt Mary and Peggy made it impossible for Lisa to confide in her. She had no idea of the real truth, of the fact that Kit Mead had persuaded Lisa to relinquish her child, and that Lisa was ashamed for this to be known. Ashamed to face Lance, her husband, with the knowledge that Kit and Need had persuaded her to give up their baby son.